enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Talkcast. Your one stop for all things geek. All things geek. You are listening to the Temple of Geek Talkcast, where we never really grow up. We only learn how to act in public. I am your host, Daniel. And on this week's episode, we're going to discuss the predictions of the sacred film, Back to the Future 2. We also start week one of the superhero deathmatch. So, without further ado, let me introduce you to this week's panel of geeks, starting with the one, the only, Chad the Destroyer! Woo! Next up, chiming in all the way from California, is Katie the Wise. And finally, the man with the golden thumbs, because, you know, he's a gamer, Marcus the Mystical. Booty hoo! <laughs> I like Katie the Wise, that's very nice. So, Back to the Future 2. Back to the Future 2 came out... When the hell did that movie come out? 1989? Yeah, okay. So, Back to the Future 2 came out in 1989, and it was a movie about Marty McFly traveling to the future, the distant future of 2015. <gasps> Wait. <gasps> Wait a second. Isn't that the date that we're in now? <laughs> I believe it is. So in the film, he travels to the day, October 21st, 2015, which is actually 19 days away from this recording. (laughs) Yes. In the film, we saw a lot of cool and mystical, fantastic things that were going to be happening in the future that some have happened, some have not. So I kind of want to just, you know, take a little bit of time and kind of talk about the movie, what they kind of showed 2015 being like and just kind of how it is now and just what did they get right? What did they get wrong? So I want to just kind of start with the obvious hoverboards. Yeah. Yeah. Hoverboards. Why don't we have a hoverboard yet? I feel we're close. I really feel we're close. We technically do have one. If you count that glider thing. No, um, no Lexus. Yeah. There there really is one. Tony Hawk rode the real one. Yeah. Oh. Now, I don't know if I can believe Tony Hawk because they had that one video yeah, that came out, I don't know, six, seven, maybe eight months ago, where like Doc Brown came out and introduced the hoverboard and they did all these fancy hoverboard tricks and stuff. Fake. That yeah. one was fake. I was so mad when I found out that that was fake. <laughs> but, <laughs> but another that, one uh, came out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. An actual one made by Lexus came out. Yeah. And he, he actually wrote it. Like, there was another video of him writing the actual hoverboard. Is that the one with the fans and everything on it to like kind of blow it off the ground? Uh, I don't know. That uses air, or is it? Yes. I don't know. I've only seen like the video of because like they actually they brought it out to a skate park and had some pro skaters ride it. Mm-hmm. It was pretty legit. So it's real. Oh, that's not the one I was thinking of. Okay, yeah, that's kind of cool. So that thing's real, huh? Yeah, it's it just not. Real mass produced for the public like it is in the is, show is it going to be made by mattel oh mattel. <laughs> <laughs> well that's who made the other who made the other one the one from the movie in a once in a lifetime partnership between lexus and mattel <laughs> yeah. if i'm not you know, mistaken so get in the next toy story movie <laughs> mattel oh. has been purchased by hasbro i thought so <laughs> but is it still going to be barbie pink that's the question i have Barbie pink. That's what color it is. <laughs> he broke the handle off the, the scooter or whatever. <laughs> turned it into a skateboard. Exactly. 
All right. Well, we got that one out of the way. What what other predictions did the movie make that just didn't happen now? Uh, handless and or wireless video games. Cause Are you saying that didn't happen no, or has that happened? has happened? I was like, because, you know, Xbox, Wii. Duh, that's what I'm saying is that it did happen. PlayStation. Because they showed the part in the movie where little baby Elijah Wood was playing with uh, Big Buck Hunter. The game uh-huh. with the playing with the guns to shoot and Marty walks over and uses it and he says, you have to use your hands. That's like a baby's toy <laughs> because they have handless, like they don't have to use stuff. So we have the connect now and then we have all that other stuff that we don't have to use. Which is really sad because, you know, no one really likes using the connect. I love I the connect. <laughs> yeah. Maybe just to scream commands at it. Said no, no. one ever. Yeah, have y'all not played golf on the Connect? I don't have Come on. the Connect, so I can't. It's pretty answer. great. Yeah, okay. Oh, ha, ha, ha. The truth <laughs> comes out. You heard it here first. <laughs> connect is awesome. Okay. <clears throat> I believe you. I said so there, there was... There's one scene that's kind of that's kind of in the movie that I kind of laugh at um, in the film. I don't know if y'all remember when they're all sitting around having dinner. Um, the kid, Marty's kids, are like obsessed with like their technology. They're eating dinner with yes. it, and all this other stuff. That is so true today. Yes. <laughs> you can't find a family that can't sit around the dinner table without people being on their phones or you know playing the most recent popular game that I can't think of off the top of my head. I know it's not Flappy Bird, but <laughs> it's whatever the popular game the kids are playing these days. So, yeah, that's actually a rule in our house. Our, our family doesn't get together much because we're all so busy, so we have to put our phones in the middle of the table, and we oh. can't touch them. That's kind of cool. That's cool. Yeah, well, yeah. it's cool until you get hit with something because you touch yours. Oh. <laughs> well, then you shouldn't be touching it. <laughs> If it's a rule, stay away from it. Well, what yeah. I also like is they said something about like the TV glasses because they were watching TV with the glasses while they were sitting at the table. I don't think we have TV glasses, but we do have like what is it, Google Glass? Yeah, Google Glass or something like that, where you can. It's it's close. It's close. It's close. Yeah. It's just funny that they predicted that we'd be obsessed with personal electronics, and that can't be any close to the truth now. It's hilarious. One of the things that I know they got wrong was their obsession in the future in the film, their obsession with fax machines, how important a fax machine is going to be in the future. (laughs) Makes me laugh so much because it's totally like a dot matrix printer, right, that they used? Well, because, you know, when the film came out, yeah. I mean, faxes have been around for like maybe one or two years or just a couple of years. I don't know the exact time, yeah. but so faxing was like the way of the future. So this film was like faxes forever is what's going to happen. <laughs> and, you know, now we have email and text messaging and, you know, uh, you know, for those who, those of us who work in the technology field, we hate faxing. Stop so, sending faxing faxes. is still around. <laughs> Attach a PDF. Yes. To an email. Well, the, so I've actually explained this to several people before because nobody knows why, but whenever you fax something, it's still considered a legal document when it arrives at its destination. So, it's just so weird. Now I understand because a scan item can be manipulated through digital means, but yeah, it's just 
they need to destroy faxing. That is just, literally the only reason why faxing is still around. <laughs> yeah, I've just never been. I just really need to send this fax. <laughs> like, who's got a phone line for that still? Dial up what? Oh no! Go get your law firm. Go get your AOL dealerships. Yes. Oh no! You know, it's it's really sad when you think about it that you go into a car dealership and they're still using dot matrix printers. They are. They still are because a friend of mine he works in a he works at a car dealership and he says that the dot matrix printer that they use uh, it likes to eat fingers too apparently oh <laughs> on top of the fact that it's a dot matrix printer well I mean we could probably get into how like a lot of companies are still using like a DOS based operating system to control their main <laughs> functions of their business. <laughs> You'd be surprised. It's a little off topic, though. <laughs> Speaking of eating fingers, what about that Jaws prediction? Oh, my God. <laughs> Jaws, what was that, 19 or 19, something like that? Yeah. <laughs> it's not really the prediction of Jaws, but, you know, uh, there was an article I was reading where they were talking about how, you know, Jaws 19, it was like 19 sequels or 18 sequels after the original one. So, like, they were predicting that there was going to be crazy sequels in the future. And that couldn't be further from the truth i mean we have star wars episode 7 coming out we had fast and furious 7 we have i don't even know what number of saw are we on right now um so if we take all the sharknados in all shark movies really aren't they all just jaws another one (laughs) 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 they're not they're not too far off (laughs) but we are obsessed with sequels Yes. But we are obsessed with sequels, but to answer your question, Chad, none of those shark movies were made by the popular Max Spielberg that should be a, a uh, producer or movie director right now. Who is that supposed to be, like, Steven Spielberg's son? I have no idea. Oh, I just saw that, too, like, on the, in the pictures. It's yeah, Max, it says directed by Max, Max Spielberg. Spielberg. <laughs> oh, I like it. I like it so much. Now, I don't know if y'all noticed, but I, I think that Jaws 19 Shark did predict something. Yes. 3D. 3D, yeah. Well, 3D's good, but I'm talking about, look at the shark. Yeah, I, I was going shark? Left Shark. Left, left Shark. shark. <laughs> <laughs> from the Super Bowl. What? Left Shark from the Super Bowl. He had a cameo in 1985 <laughs> or 1989's Back to the Future 2. That's what I'm talking about. What and is it was Left this Shark? From you don't know what- the- so this oh gosh where do you even start so in the super bowl there was this shark that danced on the left side and it completely did not know the routine at all it butchered everything and it's now kind of famous <laughs> one of the one of the um the sets in the film was cafe 80s where everything in that in that cafe was a nostalgic thing from the 80s so what's kind of cool about that is is that we are kind of nowadays kind of nostalgic of the 80s and maybe 90s for some of you younger generation uh, we collect classic video games you know like the Wii has the the virtual console with the classic games on it we some of us collect the nostalgia laser discs and stuff like that from the 80s um, I, I just think that that prediction probably was pretty true that there are people nowadays who just have this love for the 80s and 90s um, and they, they're, they're holding on to it. And yeah, I mean, even some of our films, I mean, we're bringing back classic films from 
from the 80s and 90s and we're making sequels into them, of them today like Ghostbusters and we brought back Star Wars and things like that so and who knows maybe we'll see it back to the future 4 <laughs> yeah I think that's really accurate because I think one of the most popular places uh, I go and eat in Dallas sometimes is this cafe like old school cafe on the corner that's always packed like so, one of those old school like 50s diners or whatever yeah and I'm not going to lie to you. I, I like it a lot. So they knew what they were doing. <laughs> what did they get wrong besides, you know, the hoverboard and and Jaws 19? The Cubs still haven't won the World Series. Uh, that should happen this year, right? No. Or, no. Or would that have happened at the beginning? No. Not yet. I don't think they're – I don't – I don't think – no, when does baseball season begin? Does it begin at the end of the oh, year? Oh, it's the the right oh, in the middle of the playoffs. The playoffs. Yeah, see, I don't. Yeah, we're at the end. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a sports guy. I've always <laughs> spouted that out there that I'm not a sports guy. October's so. the best sports month. Baseball playoffs start. NBA um, tips off. Football's mid-form. But we don't have right. auto-lacing shoes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's Now, there is a company. I th- I, uh, there is a company that was working on the auto-lacing shoes. They came oh, we out don't in have 2011 them. for a lake. I think I saw a pair once, like they did. They were like battery operated or something, uh, but they didn't. They didn't last very long. I would be concerned to put my foot in that thing. Like who? Who makes those settings? I have fat feet. <laughs> 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 now there's a there's a company called Powerlace Technology. They are based out of Quebec, Canada. That are trying to get a Kickstarter f- funded for their uh, power lacing shoes. Mm. Um, there's a video. If you go to powerlace.com, you can kind of see them in action. So they're trying. They have 19 days to get them funded and get them released to the public. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what your turnaround time looks like. but uh... <laughs> So what about the uh, now, double tie? <laughs> the double tie. That is, no. That was horrible in the movie, and it's still horrible today. <laughs> yeah, it is, is awful. Gotta keep it classy. Oh, and you know, something else that's kind of funny about the film is like, in the future, it kind of shows you what the characters, what they thought the characters would look like 30 years from their 1985 counterparts. And like, they were so horribly wrong. Like, they made uh, Marty McFly look like he was just like 90-year-old man. And you know, Michael J. Fox, nowadays, he still looks, I don't know, like he's in his late 40s or early 40s or whatnot. I mean, I know he's in his 50s. But he still looks good. Um, same thing for some of the other actors. Uh, what, what's her name? Leah Tom. What's her name? Mich- Leah Tomlin. Thompson. Um, she's she didn't look anything like her old hundred year old self in the film. And I don't know. I just I just thought it's funny. The only one that kind of looks really really old and like he's dying is uh, Christopher Lead Lloyd. Uh, when I saw him in Dallas, yeah, I, I thought he was going to probably pass out and die there. No, that's awful. <laughs> Sorry. Um, tried to talk to him, and he was like, hey, 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 hey. "Great Scott, why is he so grumpy?" <laughs> but we did take a great picture next to the DeLorean, so that's fine. Thank you for Christopher Lloyd if you're listening to this. Which you know, thank you if you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, shows and stuff that predicted the future, shows that about the future, and things like that. So. You know, like 2001 Space Odyssey, Star Trek, things like that. Did any of those shows predict anything 
uh, movies, uh, shows, predict anything about the future that maybe is true now? Like, the one thing that sticks out in my mind of, of like, Star Trek is, like, the communicators and things like that. We have cell phones. Mm-hmm. Um, their tricorders could be almost like our iPads and stuff like that nowadays. Is, is there anything from previous movies or shows that maybe maybe predicted something that maybe they either got wrong or really right uh, that you can think of? For some reason, I'm just coming up with, like, how we're not anywhere close to the technology from Minority Report. You know, the Tom Cruise movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We're not anywhere close to any of that stuff with like the way their cars are driven. Um, now, what year was that supposed to have taken place? I that was a really good question. Actually, you, you know what? I was talking about this with, with a coworker like this morning, and um, and I was saying that movies will always portray like the future being so much further advanced than we can actually get to. Like, it's always some kind of steel and concrete you know jungle that it just completely <laughs> engulfs the circumference of the earth <laughs> and so like it's all just skyscrapers and like plants just don't exist anymore so you know there's no such thing as oxygen um but it's like <laughs> <laughs> you know and, and and then he brought up a good point where <laughs> he said that i think the only movie that i've seen that portrayed the future in a seemingly realistic way was Judge Dredd where they had those, you know, those skyscrapers or whatever, or those, those, those cities as floating cities or something like that. Uh-huh. I didn't watch Judge Dredd. So, um, but, and, and then you said like the rich people are still rich and they live up there and then the poor people are still poor and they live down <laughs> in the normal parts. I was like, you know what? That could probably happen. <laughs> Is this like the Stallone Judge Dredd or the new one? I think they didn't they remake that movie. They did remake the movie, but even even in the uh, Stallone Judge Dredd, I think he's referring to the uh, the one with uh, uh, the guy from Star Trek. What the heck's his name? The one that played McCoy. Oh, okay. Can't, can't think of his name. I know who you're um, talking about. But even in the uh, the Stallone one, I mean, the rich the rich people lived lavishly, while the poor people lived in this like. Um, I can't even remember what it was. It was like outside of the the main city. They had a city behind a giant wall. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's true. Yeah. I haven't seen Judge Good forever. Yeah. I am the law. Yeah, basically. My favorite, my favorite futuristic <laughs> thing had to, have been the, had to have been the Jetsons. Yes. I mean, come on. Jetsons. That's the height of luxury. Oh, my God. Talk about a show that got the future completely wrong. Hey. <laughs> I no, love no, no, the no. Jetsons movie. So good. I guess to be in all fairness with Jetsons. Yet. They never really said what year they lived yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. True. We haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> I'm just saying, there are some times I feel like I just got paid and all I have is a 20 and my wallet's gone. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I think in an <laughs> alternate universe, <laughs> the entire world has just made sure every next forwarding step in humanity was toward making it like the Jetsons. And so there is a Jetsons universe out there somewhere. Probably. So, so let me ask you this. You know, like Terminator came out, what, in the 1980s? I think like 81, 80, 84, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it predicted the, the end of man, Skynet taking over, and the rise of the machine, like in the year 2029, which is like 14 years from now. Oh my God. Do you think that future is a possibility? I do. <laughs> Probably. Uh, I mean... 
from what I've seen, technology can do. It can do some pretty terrifying things. Yeah. Yeah. So that's always my joke whenever I'm talking about automating something uh, using scripts or writing a program for one of my classes that we're we're building Skynet. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We'll take care of it. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, uh, one series of films, 20, 2001 A Space Odyssey, and then it's crappy sequel, 2010, The Year We Make Contact. Um, those two films are really... Like they always stick out in my head because you, you know they were they were filmed like in the early eighties, uh, late seventies I think for the first one, and it, they were talking about by the year two thousand we were going to be having this inter intergalactic space travel we were going to visit new planets and things like that and we haven't even made it to freaking Mars yet and we like the last time we went to the moon was like in the sixties or seventies I guess was the last time seventy one or <laughs> and it's like. We don't care about space travel anymore, things like that. You know, we we have we have companies like SpaceX and all that that's trying to get us get us to Mars, but the country doesn't care about space travel like it did back in the '60s and early '70s and '80s. Um, so yeah, I always f- I, f- I find it when I watch those movies when they come on TV and stuff. I'm just like, you know, your prediction of the future was way off. Because <laughs> people don't think that space travel is exciting anymore. It's like been there, done that. Which doesn't make any sense since that's one of the biggest part, like one of the biggest things in like movies and TV shows is going into space, into the future, exploring other worlds. Yeah. The final frontier. Exactly. But that NASA doesn't have any money. So (laughs) if NASA had money, maybe we'd still be exploring space. Yeah. All right. Transitioning over to our first week of superhero deathmatch. Let's do it. So, to if you didn't listen to last week's episode, we briefly talked about a a little feature that we want to do at the end of every episode of the podcast for the next, I don't know, 15 weeks or whatnot. We are going to basically just kind of talk about two superheroes. We're going to have we have a bracket uh, laid out. We're going to uh, in the bracket basically. We have Marvel heroes fighting Marvel heroes, DC heroes fighting DC heroes, all the way to the very end where a DC and a Marvel hero will fight each other to the death. And so the, the plan is is for us here at Temple of Geek to talk about the two heroes of that week and discuss why one should win over the other, and then we're going to take a vote. And then during the week, I will be putting up a, a, um, a voting mechanism on the social media sites for you all to vote who you think should be the winner. Um, so our votes will count. Your votes will count. And at the end of the week, we will have a winner and we will go on to the next week's until we get to the very end. So hopefully everybody understands that. So this week, I want to go ahead and talk about Spider-Man and Wolverine. Marcus looks super excited. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the characters. Here's what we'll do. We'll, we'll keep this fair. I'm going to read the official description of Spider-Man off of the Marvel website. All right. Dope. Spider-Man. Bitten by a radioactive spider, high school student Peter Parker gained the speed, strength, and powers of a spider. Adopting the name Spider-Man, Peter hoped to start a career using his new abilities. Taught that with great power comes great responsibility. Spidey has vowed to use his powers to help people. Okay. Wow. What's sad is at the very end, it has the word less to like minimize the box. I was getting ready to read to help. 
people less. Those <laughs> <laughs> are more of the you know the, the Venom days. So that that's his just his generic story. So basically, Peter Parker was bitten by a radioactive spider. He learned that he had these these awesome powers when he was a teenager. He started his career in wrestling. While he was wrestling, the store got the the business got robbed, um, and he refused to help because the guy basically swindled him out of money. And when that happened, that robber actually went and killed his uncle, Uncle Ben. And at that moment, he realized that if he would have stopped that burglar, his uncle Ben wouldn't die, and he vowed never to be an arrogant ass again. <laughs> and, Just to be a and he went on to become the Amazing Spider-Man. So. Spider-Man's powers are he can cling the most surfaces, which is really unique. Most superheroes can fly, they can run, they can jump. This guy clings to shit. (laughs) (laughs) He also has superhuman strength. He's, you know, 15 times more agile than a regular human. Uh, He's super strong. I've said that twice. I just want to make sure I reiterate that. Anybody that's got to fight Uh, a man named Rhino, I'm just saying. (laughs) Now, what's cool about him is he, you know, he has the agility of a spider, whatever the hell that means. Most spiders that I see run away when I chase them. Have you ever swatted <laughs> um, a spider and missed? It's a plan of revenge, man. So this guy has like acrobatic moves. He could jump around. He could sling web using web shooters that he designed when he was a kid. He was so smart that he created these things that was able to shoot out web that would able to carry his own weight and tie up people webbing that lasted an hour he was able to design this web that lasted for one hour and then would dissolve away that also speaks to how smart he is too true that which should be a thing so the whole package because like that that makes him very capable of being able to think out situations and stuff like that i mean dude if you followed his comic career he was so smart that you know tony stark took notice of him and hired him for his company and you know, that's when Tony Stark invented his uh, Iron Spider costume and stuff for him. So it's pretty legit. You know, Tony Stark is one of the smartest guys in the Marvel Universe, and he recognized that Peter was pretty damn smart. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I'm very partial to is Peter Parker's also a photographer. <laughs> okay. okay. I love taking pictures. My homeboy here takes pictures. He likes to take pictures of himself in action so he can make some money. Um, so... <laughs> Got to throw that out there, yo. <laughs> All right. He's also part of some uh, some uh, groups. He was currently he's part of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. He was part of the Secret Defenders, and mm-hmm. at one point he was part of the New Fantastic Four. Wow. So that's my boy Parker. That's Chad's boy Parker. <laughs> Chad, you have anything you want to add? Uh, just that it's not even going to be close. If we open up the portals and we're fighting the Sinister Six, there's so many more Spider-Mans that can come in. I'm just saying, you just you can't beat them all. You just can't. Nice. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Calm down, Batman. Whoa. <sighs> all right. Moving on to Mr. Wolverine. The official Marvel origin of Wolverine states, born with superhuman senses and the power to heal from almost any wound, Wolverine was captured by a secret Canadian organization and given an unbreakable skeleton and claws. Treated like an animal, it took years for him to control himself. Now he's a premier member of both the X-Men and the Avengers. Uh First of all, how the hell can you moonlight and be on two teams at one time? That's like Michael Jordan trying to play baseball and basketball. <laughs> it's Wolverine. He can do whatever he wants. 
<laughs> so my boy Wolverine here was born James Howlett in like the 1800s. This fool is like 150 years old. Yep. <laughs> Fitty. Hundred and fifty. Actually, I don't know his exact age. I just know he was born in the eighteen hundreds. And when he was, when they entered, when they came, okay. So like, I loved Wolverine growing up. I was like, man, this guy's awesome. We don't know anything about his backstory. It's amazing. Blah blah blah. You just got this mystery guy who's like a badass little short midget Canadian guy with claws coming out of his hands. <laughs> I mean, he was just awesome. Then they had to go ruin it by freaking coming out with his origin story in two thousand, two thousand one, whenever that freaking comic book series came out. Um. Now, don't get me wrong. The comic book series was awesome, but it just basically showed that he was this little whiny bitch kid that was always sick. <laughs> and then one day had little claws come out. He killed his father, cried, did had a girlfriend, killed her, and then went off and became Wolverine. I mean, it was just pathetic. I didn't want to see that story. I'd rather just not know who he was. Kind of like, you know, Darth Vader. I didn't want to hear that he was a whiny guy that killed a bunch of Tusken Raiders. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> Wolverine has abilities he's a mutant um and in the world of the marvel universe humans hate mutants they're just scared to death of them it's like they're the plague or whatnot but this mutant he consists uh he possesses the ability to regenerate his himself so you can freaking blast a hole through him and he will heal up yes. and his healing factor has gotten so fast that i mean like i think i think they tried to cut his head off and stuff or something like that i forgot oh in one comic book um he was set on fire all the way down to his burnt down to a skeleton, and then all of a sudden his skin started forming back. Oh, wow. Yeah. It, it was gross. But it was pretty, still pretty cool to see because he was smoking a cigarette the entire time. <laughs> oh, that's legit. <laughs> um, he can, has uh, claws that comes out of his hands. Now, what was cool was when he was a kid, these claws, claws were bone claws. So you actually found out that these claws were actually part of him. They weren't, like, you know. Put in. It put in, yeah, they weren't part of the Weapon X thing. It was actually a part of him. So when he was laced with animantium, these claws were also laced with animantium, so they became indestructible weapons. Um, he's fought in pretty much every single war he could possibly think of. World War One, World War II, uh, the Civil War. He fought alongside Captain America. Um, so he this guy's really a badass. Slow. <laughs> yes, because of his healing factor, he ages super slow. Um, now, one disadvantage he has over Peter Parker at the moment is he currently died in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> Still alive in my mind. How did they kill him off this latest time? I don't know. I need to find that series. I never read that series, but I know he's dead. And I think in the current Marvel Universe, they brought in the character Old Man Logan, which is like a... a different universe another multiverse type character so he's like an older version of wolverine so you're saying um, the boy's got the leg out that's what you're saying <laughs> so i presented to you the facts wolverine so spider-man had five major motion pictures wolverine is in a grand total of what seven and yes i am counting his cameo in x-men first class okay. <laughs> he's got okay. one line it's the best line in the freaking movie. Oh <laughs> so, there's our stats between the two characters. If these now these guys are on the same team, these guys are both both on the Avengers. Um, they are they're actually pretty hilarious with each other. If you ever read the Avengers books, I mean Peter Parker oh, yeah. just clowns on Wolverine all the time. <laughs> um, but if these two had to actually fight each other. To the death. Uh, I don't know. It's pretty tough, man. Wolverine is pretty much indestructible. 
I, I think like that's kind of the win. selling point for me is 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 Wolverine's like regeneration ability. Mm-hmm. Um. Although I mean, I'd, I I mean, Spider Man could give him a run for his money. Mm-hmm. But I, mm, I don't know. <laughs> but I've seen Spider Man. You know, some of the books I've read, I've seen Spider Man in some fierce battles. And the one thing about Spider Man is that he has this determination. He never gets up. Doesn't matter how close he is to death. I mean, as a matter of fact, he died. If you count his uh, ultimate storyline, yeah. he died saving people. I mean, Spider-Man will go all the freaking way. But doesn't uh, but I mean, just to counter that, doesn't Wolverine have like a berserker mode also? He does have a berserker mode. Basically, what the berserker mode is is that he just goes into a fit of rage and he doesn't control himself. He just goes nuts. See, I'd much rather have a guy with determination than a guy that's going to kill everything. <laughs> that's just me. But I mean. Again, if you go through the 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 different universes and stuff like that, I mean, Spider-Man's trapped people in alternate universes before. I mean, that's how you beat an immortal, as, you know, Goku showed us. <laughs> well, not necessar- we don't necessarily have to say who would win in a fight. We're kind of just kind of talking about who we think the best character is out of the two. All right, well, let's go with the, the highest-selling Marvel character of all time. Wolverine? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think my favorite of the two for sure is Spider-Man, but who I think would win in a fight is Wolverine. Yeah, I think hands down, if Wolverine was controlled by a villain and he went nuts, he would probably kill Peter Parker. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. <laughs> He'd squash that spider like a bug. But... If I had to choose between the two heroes, I would rather read a Spider-Man comic book any day than a Wolverine comic book. Because I feel like I can relate to Spider-Man better than I can Wolverine. Because he's just a geeky kid from the Bronx. And I'm a geeky kid from the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I was a geeky kid, though. And I could relate to Parker. So, that would be my vote. Chad, you vote Wolverine. You said the no. guy who sells the most comic books. Spider-Man. <laughs> Not close. Just to throw that in there. And y'all, have y'all ever seen a Wolverine animal? Like the actual animal yes. of a Wolverine? Yes. Why would you name yourself after that? It looks they're like actually, a sm- uh, midget version of a bear. Yeah, those things are pretty ferocious. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> they have cool names. I mean, it's not a chupacabra, but it's it's up there. <laughs> it's a chupacabra. <laughs> a chupacabra? <laughs> <laughs> I should edit this Wikipedia entry for the Wolverine and it says its lifespan is, you know, undetermined because of its healing factor. Put in there. <laughs> 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 uh, that'd be hilarious. All right, Katie, who would you vote for? Wolverine. Nice. We got our Why? We got one Wolverine vote. <laughs> Why Wolverine? Because I don't think that... Well, if he's like we're talking about a fight, then I know for sure he's probably not going to lose. I mean, like you said, Spider-Man would give him a run for his money because he's pretty agile and quick, and Wolverine's sort of heavy and not very fast. He's definitely heavy. He's, yeah. he's metal. He's metal. Um... I don't know. I mean, like, because you guys are talking all about, like, comic book examples, and I can't even relate to any of that. You can use the movie examples. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I've seen I've seen all the Spider-Man movies, and I've seen all the 
X-Men movies. You know, sadly, The Wolverine, the second movie that came out, that was actually, you know, a, a pretty good depiction of the character, but all his other depictions just kind of sucked. You know, he was always like, Gene, I love you. Yeah, like, love me. He meets Jean Grey, like, in the first movie, and, like, within, like, a week, he's in love with her and already trying to steal her from freaking Cyclops. <laughs> Scott. Scott, yeah. <laughs> the Wolverine is the one where he's in Japan. Ch- Japan. Japan. Okay. Yeah. I actually Peter's saw that. In China. I actually saw that one. That one was good. I think, hands down... Spider-Man has an edge over Wolverine because he's a more likable character. Yes. He has determination. He won't give up. And we're getting ready to see a new Marvel film with him in it. Whoop. That's something Wolverine doesn't have. That's true. Let's go Donald Glover. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> all right, people. So there you have it. We all agreed that Spider-Man... Well, we didn't all agree, Katie. Um, that Spider-Man oh. is the winner of this. So it is now up to you. Spider-Man is 3 to Wolverine 1. You guys can vote on our social media sites, Facebook and Twitter. You know, you can always go to our social media sites by using the handle Temple of Geek. There, there will be a voting poll, so y'all can vote for your favorite character, and we'll see who wins this competition. Next week, we're going to be talking Aquaman versus Martian Manhunter. (laughs) (laughs) So I am looking forward to that fight. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Temple of Geek Podcast. I would like to thank my guests, Katie, Chad, and Marcus for joining me on this week's discussion. Stay tuned to thetempleofgeek.com for the next all-new episode. And as always, thanks for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash templeofgeek. And remember to visit thetempleofgeek.com, your one-stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.